Lights. Camera. Action. Cut. What? The, come on. I did a really good take there. All right, fine, fine, fine. That was a perfect take, take. two. Okay, fine. Ready? <clears throat> Lights. Camera. Action. All right, I'll go with that one. That was like good. That, one? That, okay. that was great. Yeah, I think I, I think I really brought it. That one. That's Oscar winning. Yeah. That was the uh, moneymaker shot right there. The moneymaker. Make it rain. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Greg and Chris. Your Disney detective and number one ghost host. Oh, snap. We are back. Oh, we are back and ready to continue our series on the top five Disney World rides per... Greg, that's on you. Per... Oh, sorry, sorry. We'll say action. Okay, action. Park. Oh, my goodness. Jazz hands. You guys aren't seeing this, but I'm, I'm just, I'm rocking the jazz hands right now. Jazz hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little bit loopy right now. So am I. Uh, it's It's been a long day for us. Yeah. And an early morning. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it right now, Greg? You know, um, depending on where you are in the world, um, it could be multiple times. But for Our us. Our time. What time is it? Good old central time. 2 a.m. It is 2 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, it's coming up on Cockrow. So we have been uh, working the past uh, couple hours. We're in that midnight oil for you guys. Yep, we've been working on getting stuff ready and prepared. And and do we have a lot of cool things that we're going to roll out for you guys in the next coming months? It's going it, to it's gonna be insane. Next couple months? How about the next year? <sighs> Next year? How about the next five years? Dude, like next just, five years? Let's just, just let's just be honest. Until we're dead. Yep. This thing's just going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on when we die. Just got, okay. That took a turn. Very morbid. Mm, what can I say? That's what I do. Happy, happy, happy. And then Chris shows up dead. Well, I mean, your favorite ride is Haunted Mansion for a reason. So That is, is true. <laughs> right, right off your personality here. Okay. <laughs> so, Greg, what park are we in this week we are in good old disney mgm studios you think that i misspoke no i did not it will always be disney's mgm studios to me. i would agree with that even though it is hollywood studios right now yeah uh, it DHS, is not hollywood, hollywood studios. studios it is mgm studios so greg should we talk about rides you know what i think we should i think yeah, we should start we into it all right. So last week, um, we did Epcot. The week before, we did Magic Kingdom. Hmm. I like that accent you put on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week, we're going to be in Hollywood Studios. And Greg, last week, I actually started. So why don't you, good sir, go ahead and start with your number five ride. All right. Well, just to uh, give out a disclosure to you guys, we're only talking about rides that are current. Uh, don't remind me. I know, I know. We were very bummed when we were coming up with our own lists just because there's so many other great rides that have since passed and uh, have been replaced. But I think we did a pretty good job. We have a pretty strong list. And for the listeners out there, for my Disney addicts, make sure that you create your own list and you let us know 
by writing reviews or posting on social media. We'd love to hear what your favorite rides are in Disney's Hollywood Studios. But for me, I'll start off with none other than Slinky Dog Dash. Slinky Dog Dash. Gaddily by belly. Oh, man. You're going to put it down at, at number five? Dropping it down, and it's staying there. That's right. I know. It was a surprise ride for me uh, when Toy Story Land opened up, and I saw how it looked. It just it didn't really look like a Disney ride to me. Uh, it looked something maybe out of Six Flags, just because I was whoa, so used to seeing... Whoa, yeah, out of here, Six hold Flags. Hold on, hold on. Give... Give me a chance to explain myself. It's Six Flags has a lot of outdoor coasters where they don't really build up a whole lot of, uh, I guess, exterior design. It's just, okay, here's some struts, and they make cool loops and designs with the track. That's what I initially saw with Slinky Dog Dash. I'm like, oh, this is outdoors. You look down at, at the struts, and around it, you just see, like, you know, grass, things like that, concrete. I'm like, oh, that's sort of like... An amusement park ride it's not really like a Disney ride that I was used to so that sort of shocked me a little bit when I actually you know stood in the queue and I actually got on the ride it was very very fun and you're at a different level like elevation different point of view to where you're, they're actually they they built the scenery at that level as you're in the roller coaster so I was like oh okay that makes sense when you're on ground level it is a little bit different of course um, has a different feel for me but when you're on it they do a great job at at blending in the scenery with also the thrill of the ride it's not it's not like a a fast-paced ride by any chance but it's not also slow so very smooth very fun and you get to see all your favorite uh toy story characters as you're going through the slinky dog dash and my favorite part i think is the end when you see good old Wheezy singing, you've got a friend in me. I mean, come on. That that guy's a crooner. Well, let's be real. So that's mine. Coming straight out of Toy Story Land, a.k.a. Andy's Backyard. So, Chris, <laughs> awesome. what about you? What's your top, f- or your your fifth? Yep, my number five would have to be... <laughs> my number five would have to be um, Star Tours, actually. Really? Star Tours. A galactic sightseer. Okay. I really liked that ride as a kid. It was... Um, a oh, okay. So you're talking about the new versus old because they changed a lot. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. Sorry. I, I mean, I, I mean, I still like it now. It's great, yeah. I mean, I, it reminds me of one of those simple rides that were like... You, you still had to be a little bit bigger to go on the ride. Mm-hmm. You know, you couldn't take a toddler on the ride or no. like a two-year-old and let them sit there. Um but it's one of those rides where it's like oh i'm you know getting older i'm gonna try this it's gonna be a little bit fun i like that it jerks you around you know having uh r2d2 like right there on the left hand side and was it r2d2 on the left hand side or is it c3po c3po is on the left hand side yeah i mean that's the new version the old version was with that other robot that they then placed in the queue yeah that's true in a little storage bin. So I really liked the ride. I thought it was really fun. Um, I, I kind of felt like when I was younger, this is kind of what RV was going to be like. I mean, VR was okay. going to be like. All right. Um, I was like, I loved that feeling of it. Um, it definitely did jerk you around a bit. I think they did a good job with that. Um, yeah, it, it definitely made it f- 
feel like you were well the initial ride was like you know you went through an icy comet and mm-hmm. then you did the trench run oh the Death Star trench that run. That is, and you you felt like the jostle, like you were actually in there. That about is to drop the ride that to me. That torpedo. part of that is like that's the whole ride to me. It's right ingrained. There. So that's my number five. I thought Very it was nice. great back then, specifically. I mean, it was it's still great now. I still get those like, oh man, I missed this ride, you know, feeling. But I think it's just a great, you know, a little bit more adventurous, more action packed ride for families with young kids mm-hmm. yeah i mean in true disney fashion they also added the like the next level in terms of uh guest experience and engagement because now they do like oh they pick out a random person in that star speeder as the rebel spy and you have different combinations of the ride so when like, if you were to go on the ride three or four times in the same day you might get different planets to go to, different people that will come in on the hologram. It's, it's great, um, and I really, I really enjoyed that uh, change in in, in Star Tours, uh, just because you got to go to all the different planets throughout the saga. Because I know a lot of people don't like the prequels, but come on, some of the visuals, some of the planets that were in the prequels are just amazing. So I'm glad that we were able to see that in that ride all right i agree with you so greg um what is your number four my numero quattro it would have to be the twilight zone tower of terror that that was good that that was almost spot on you like that yeah i know i'm testing my vocal range on that uh so yeah uh Hollywood Tower Hotel, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is my number four spot. Uh, mostly because uh, even though they say that it is a randomized sequence of drops and uh, and uh, uh, I guess elevations um, in an elevator, <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't really do a whole lot more for me. And that's why it's only in like the number four spot. I do love... The queue, I love that eerie haunting music in the lobby as you're getting, you know, sort of um, shifted off into different um, studies uh, where then they start the stage uh, or on, on how the Twilight Zone became a part of this hotel. Um, the boiler room, I was always very scared of that when I was younger because mm-hmm. it, was, it was just so uh, dark and dusty and I'm like, where are we? We're at the bottom of this hotel. Um, I know my mother loves this ride. This is her favorite ride on Disney World property. Um, she just loves, you know, that, that 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 feeling of weightlessness as you just get dropped down because they drop you faster than you know terminal velocity, um, if if you will. Um, but yeah, I always love going on there, mostly because I love hearing my mom just crack up and you know just have the time of her life and i think that's that's what pushes it up to number four for me and beats slinky dog dash um because it's really hard to um especially with some other rides that they've recently opened um to to bring it higher uh, unfortunately but it is a classic and i got really nervous a couple years back because yep i know where you're gonna go in Disneyland, they t- 
totally overhauled the theme of their Tower of Terror, and they made it into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And, for and wasn't me, that the uh, collector's station? I think so. That they set it up as? I think so, yes. And I was not a fan of that. I mean, it, I was glad that they did it in Disneyland instead of Disney World, because, like, Disney World's my my home away from home here. I'm like, okay, you do not touch this classic ride. Uh, it was ingrained in the culture of the Disney theme parks. Um, so I'm glad that they kept that one um, true to when it was built back in 1989. Um, but still a little shocked that they, they just overhauled the Tower of Terror out in, in Disneyland. Um, Having said that, though, I am pretty interested in trying it out. Uh, like I've said multiple times, I've never been to Disneyland, and uh, especially watching um, the Imagineering story, like that documentary on Disney Plus, um, and they sort of talked about Disneyland and and uh, different areas and, and rides there that might be a little bit different than Disney World. Uh, very, very, very excited to at least get a glimpse of that um, in in a future vacation. So we'll see. We shall see. All right. Awesome. I'm going to hand the baton off to you with your number four ride. Yeah, so my number four is actually Slinky Dog Dash. Oh, okay. So slightly higher than yours. Okay. Any reason why? Um, I guess to me it was... like It, it kind of went with the whole land I was pretty excited about. I was excited about this ride and... I had these huge dreams for what they were to do to it, and then there were huge cutbacks. So I felt like everything was scaled down because of the cutbacks. So I was like, man, that whole area could have been just mind blowing. Like, honestly, in my personal opinion, my personal opinion, mm-hmm. and this is take this with a grain of salt, and I'm speaking from complete ignorance. I've n- never been to Star Wars um, Gal- uh, Galaxy's Edge. The Black Spire Outpost. Yep, I've not been there. Um, I've not stepped foot in. I've seen pictures. So I... It might be amazingly detailed, and I'm sure it is. Everybody says it is. But my thing is, I personally would love to have seen a whole Toy Story land. Specifically, that was huge, you know. Like make it a separate park, literally. Well, Well, maybe not even a separate park, but make it much bigger. I mean, like... That's a huge franchise that you could play upon. There's so much stuff to do. So I think there was that. Um, the Slinky Dog Dash, it's it's kind of like you said, it's like an outdoor roller coaster. I mean, it's not like the most epic thing yeah, right. I've ever seen, but it's great. I mean, it definitely brings parents and kids into that, and kids still love Toy Story. My daughter loves the Toy Stories. Um, it's all... generational now, you know? It's, it's yeah, crazy so, to think that. So that's why it's like I think it's a great ride i think parents who saw the first one when it came out because that movie came out in 1995 that was my first movie in theaters granted i was like two at the time and i don't remember but my dad took me <laughs> and it was great and yeah i mean man. i would have been six seven seven or eight Whew. yeah seven old timer over here yep so um you know, I'm very, uh, I, I like the ride. I think it's a very fun, it definitely incites imagination in kids. Like, oh my goodness, that's so big, you know. And I like, the queue is fun, but um, yeah, I think it's pretty good overall. Very nice. All Solid. right, Greg, 
What is your a number trace? All right, we're getting into the top, the tippy top of my favorite rides. And this one is also out of Toy Story Land. One where it, you can see and interact with all of them favorite characters. And you can go to different um, themed sections. It's very interactive. It's, uh, it's like VR. So it's, without further ado, Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay. Yes. And for the longest time, this one was uh, even higher. But got a little shifting going around okay. uh, as of recent. But yeah, Toy Story Midway Mania, it still blows my mind every time I go there. And it's, I'm a very competitive person, so I love to compete against myself and my previous scores. Um, I sort of like to think of it as like Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, but they just upped the VR and technological factor by like tenfold. It's amazing. I, I love uh, just how responsive those shooters are and each little section it's like you're going into a carnival and uh the first section i think correct me if i'm wrong it, is it it's the volcano it's like the prehistoric dinosaur screen um where you're popping uh the balloons i do believe and then the next one you go um well the first thing that you go to is like a training right yeah then they're holding up the little targets Yep, and then, then when you start the game and you actually start getting points, I believe it's the prehistoric dinosaur area era. And then you go to, um, I, th- I wanna say the middle military or like army training with the green soldiers where you bla- break the plates. And let me say like, just the, the sound of the shattered plates, like it just gives me such satisfactory. It's, it's, Satisfaction. Oh, there, there it is. Thank you. I know I, I, I tweaked that into an adverb when it shouldn't have been. <laughs> Such satisfaction. It's simply satisfactual. And then after that one, you go to uh, the, I think the farmhouse or like the barnyard. That's also fun. Um, and then let's not forget the LGMs with, you know, more of like the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin vibe with the rocket ships. And, uh, just based on uh, with all my other friends who love going down to Disney and me just going on that ride so many times that I just I, I was messing around. You can hit certain targets at certain times and they can give you extra points or another thing would pop up. So it's really cool to try to see if you can get that on your own or you know to work with your partner. Like for instance, if if you're on that spaceship level, like the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin one. And you, you have that rocket in the center with all the LGMs. If you throw the ring onto all of those and they all happen to um, like fly out without them regenerating, that rocket ship blasts off and then a robot head comes up. And then it opens up and that's when you can shoot in. And then like that one, it says, okay, you know, every ring you get into that is like 100 points. And then the mouth closes wait like five seconds opens up again and now it's like 500 points closes a thousand you know closes opens two thousand so at that's really cool and you you have other like extra bonus factors and levels if you were to you know hit like the right kind of marks at the right time so I, it, it always is pushing me just because i don't want to pat myself on the back but i'm usually like the best score in um the group of those four you know people in the car but I'm, I'm, I'm never best 
this day, I'm never best this month. And then I'm looking at the scores and like I, I average around like 230, 237,000, uh -huh. 237,000. And I'm seeing people, you know, over 500,000. I'm like, how can you get that in the time that they give you? It's insane. So um, kudos to those people and something that I'm striving for um, in, in my future trips. But I don't know. I'm open for suggestions and advice. So if you guys uh, happen to have broken 300,000 points on Toy Story Midway Mania, please reach out to me. I'm very interested in finding out how you're able to do such a feat. All right, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. You can tell I love Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah, I, I can. I can definitely see that. I would have to go with um, Rock and Roller Coaster as my number three. All right. Hey. How about some backstage passes? <laughs> so my thing with um, Rock and Roller Coaster is when you immediately start walking up to it, you see this giant guitar, and you're like, whoa, this is going to be epic. And yep. like the queue is really great. The door with all the marbles on it. <laughs> I, I, I love ru running my hand down it. Right, right. It's so satisfying. Um, I love it. So I really like the ride because... I mean, I like 80s, you know, 70s music, so I thought, like, Aerosmith was great. I love the fact that they timed the ride to Aerosmith's songs. Um, so that's all, I think that was very awesome. I like um, that, I think it shoots you to over 60 miles an hour in, like, three seconds. Yeah, I think it's, the, like, um, 60 miles an hour in 2.4 seconds, something like that. Yeah, and they do that by magnets, actually. Magnets? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep, they do it with uh, by magnet force, not by um, like regular torque. Oh wow! Yep, yep. Magnets are amazing. So that's one of the uh, things that I really like about the um, ride. I think the neon in the ride is awesome. Oh, the black light, dude. The spinning around. I mean, just like that roller coaster feel every single time. I absolutely love it. Um, it's one of those rides, man. I just get you know. A great sense of like, oh man, this was so much fun. We got to do it again. We got to do it again. So that's one of my just fun rides that just hit all cylinders to me. Um, so I don't know if I want a thrill ride. That's one of the ones I'm definitely going to like. Actually, to be honest, when it comes to a thr thrill ride, that's probably the top one. Oh yeah. Yep. Very nice. And that's perfect segue into my number two. I knew it. Ride. I knew it. It's rock and roller coaster. I mean, come on. So. I definitely walked this way with you, uh, and I, I mean, to touch upon everything you said, I think you said it very well. Um, I just love everything about it. I love the 80s feel. I love how they set it up saying, hey, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, roll with us as we're getting to, the, to this concert. Um, and it's really cool to think, and I'm glad that Disney decided to go with Aerosmith because initially they reached out to the Rolling Stones to have them and their music in this roller coaster at Hollywood Studios, MGM at the time. But uh, it turns out that the Rolling Stones were a little too pricey for Walt Disney. And then uh, they decided to go for Aerosmith. And I think that was the much better choice. I think if they could have done another band, that would have been great. Would have been ACDC. Oh. Like Thunderstruck during that oh, during yes. that ride. Or, you know, Back in Black. Yes. Or like Shoot to Thrill. Shoot to Thrill. <sighs> you want blood. Any yes. I mean just 
so many yeah it, it yeah i i think acdc would have been a really good alternative um for me though i would have loved to see um if not for aerosmith probably uh I, th I think boston would have been pretty cool um though i don't think they have as much um hype or mm -hmm. maybe knowledge um in in the community now but they have some great songs that you could just mm -hmm. add right into that roller coaster feel um but like you said about the black light it's really cool I, I love that it is another dark ride and disney does dark rides so well i mean they've been doing it for decades upon decades so they definitely know what would they're you doing. consider that a dark ride i don't consider that a dark ride i think so i mean it's dark well yeah but it's very like, dark in there in in the traditional sense of what a dark ride is i think that's just a roller coaster that's in a dark room right because you don't consider um mission space a dark ride well, you, you're in like a capsule, so it's, I mean, it's, I think, a, a different, it's like a simulator. But it's dark. Uh, is it, though? It's, I no, mean, no, no, I'm thinking of Space Mountain. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, Mission Space, I'm like, you're, yeah, it's, it's a yeah, simulator. Yeah, no, I was thinking of Space Mountain. That, I, I would view that as a dark ride as well. That might be, but I, I don't know, I feel like a dark ride is like Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan, Snow White. Okay. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, things like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think those are the classic dark rides. I would uh, categorize categorize this as the Neo dark rides mm, section. Look at yes. this guy. And look at this Space guy. Space Mountain's going in there. Rock and Roller Coasters going in there. Some other great stuff. But also in terms of uh, why I love Rock and Roller Coasters, because you have five different limos uh, that have different license plates on them so one of them is one quick limo the next one is too fast for you which i like that one and then the next one is bye bye hate traffic where there's an eight in hate and then the the last one is you go girl and each one has a specific playlist of aerosmith songs so it's really cool to be able to sit down and because you know like we we try to look at the you know uh, try to find the license plate as it's pulling up but sometimes you can't really um, see it so we try to go off of the, the songs and um, again it's just a huge great selection of Aerosmith songs that you can play while you're just flying along at 60 miles an hour um, all good rides come to an end too quickly I think and that one is a quick ride like 37 seconds maybe and and you're done you're you're just in that tunnel waiting to go and I love getting out of the ride as well because that sort of reminds me of the great movie ride because there's yep. the blinking lights and it's like okay this is sort of like show business this is really really cool um, and I think uh, in true Disney fashion after you get off the ride you go straight into a gift shop and that's one of my favorite gift shops agreed yes alright Greg um, so now we are on number. Oh, wait, did I say my number two? No, no, no. no yeah, that's right. I, I went right into rocking because. Okay, yeah. So my perfect. number two would have to be Toy Story Midway, Midway Mania. All right. I think it has all the fun of like the competition feel. It has the VR. It has like the idea of parents bringing their kids onto it mm -hmm. and. Like I just think I think like and the queue is amazing. I love the queue. Like all the big, um, gigantic. Um, so it kind of represents like you're supposed to be like, like everything's bigger and yeah. Or like you're actually a toy. 
Yeah, like the I, toy size. I think it was great. I love the queue there. It's so much fun. Um, pretty much for everything you said. I mean, I just look at it as like it's a fun competition family ride that mm-hmm. just is really, really, really good. So I would agree with you on all those other points about it. Solid. So we are down to number one. What we've all been waiting for. So, Craig, here's what I'm going to do. What are you going to do, Chris? We're going to split it up a little bit here. All right. All right. I'm going to go first, and then you can go. All right. Because it on. should be your turn, but... You know, it should be if, if we're going uh, uh, by a pattern here. But... But... but someone's selfish. Someone I want to go first because I want you to really get in depth about your number one because I know what your number one is. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I have not experienced your number one yet. No, you haven't. I will in September. Ooh, your next Disney trip, it's coming up. So, my number one is the Tower of Terror, as of right now. And maybe my experience with your number one will make it my number one. But as of right now... I think it will. I, my, my, the Tower of Terror is number one. It has the feel of Haunted Mansion to me. Um, that yep. like very much brings you into a story. It's not just get on a ride, but it's like you have to go through this story arc and storyline before you even get on the ride. And then once you're on the ride, there's more of a story arc and more of a, like just more and more and more and more. And then only at the end does the actual like drop happen. This ride needs no introduction. So, and I think the queue is amazing. I think they really did well with bringing on that like horror, scary feel. So overall, I, I, it, that's gonna be my number one. It's obviously it's not you know always to be a family friendly ride. Some people don't like heights. Um, you know, ki- you have to be a certain height, so certain mm-hmm. kids can't go on it. Certain restrictions. Yeah, but the story, the detail. Um, Every single time I go on the ride, I love the ride. I love and I love getting off the ride as well and going to the gift shop. So, for that reason, I would have to say Tower of Terror is my number one at this point. Wow. That may change because right now you right. are going to explain your number one, yes. which, depending on what happens in September, mm. might change to become my number one. I know. I am. I'm just uh, patiently waiting to to see your reaction to this. Uh, but quickly to go to Tower of Terror. I mean, it's it's a park icon right now since they took down the Sorcerer's Hat. Tower of Terror is a park icon. I mean, you can't get better than that. Um, but yeah, going to my number one. Uh, this one uh, definitely threw me for a loop uh, in a very good way. It blew my mind. Uh, and it's just an overall great experience. It is the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. You have got to be kidding me. I am, yes. I know you are. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to... I said The Voyage of the Little Mermaid is actually a show. It is a show, yes, but it takes you on a ride, man. Oh my god. With with the memories, with the nostalgia, with Ariel and her flowing ginger hair. But anyway, back to my real number one. It is... The Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. All right, Star Wars Land. Come on, tell me exactly what's amazing about this. Everybody's talking this this up. Like everybody's like, this is okay. 
Hmm. Let me like, open this up. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna be jumping in because I have tons of questions. Hey, you got this. So I'm gonna open it up like Han Solo opening up that dead Tauntaun on Hoth to save Luke. It's gonna get real. All right. Han shot first. Oh yes, he did. Yes, he did. Greedo never stood a chance. So just throwing that out there for people. So Greg, let me ask this question. This is gonna be an overarching question. All right. Lay it on me, and then you can get into the details here. Now. I guess the question is, do we want to have spoilers in this for people who haven't been on the ride? I know, I know. See, that, it's, okay, it's going to no be spoilers. hard not, but I, I'll, I'll do my best. Do you think that the listeners will appreciate spoilers or or not? I would say no spoilers Save at this it. point. Um, okay. Wait until after I've come back. Oh, and sure. Then we can have a talk okay. about it. Yeah, no worries. Because um, then at that point, it's like it's been out for a year, you know? Yeah. So that's my thought on it. Let's not uh, give any spoilers away. Because we want people to like go and be like, yeah. So Experience um, you for the first time. Because that was my biggest <laughs> uh, sense of just dedication to my love of Disney and Star Wars. And just very self-discipline. I, I definitely had to work on it. Because nowadays people are filming you know walkthroughs of rides and when rise of, Resi- of resistance came out in uh early december down in florida i was like oh my gosh they got a they got a live walkthrough now i gotta see this but i'm like wait a minute i'm going in january i want this to be i i i, I want to see it and experience it the first time in person so I held off, and I gotta say, I was glad that I did, and that's why I'm definitely not going to do any spoilers to you, Chris, or to anyone out there who hasn't uh, ridden Rise of Resistance yet. Okay, so let me ask this question first. Okay, Okay, so is this ride the end-all, be-all of Disney rides? Like, Disney will never come out with anything as amazing as this. No. Like, this Um, is better than going to heaven. Um, I obviously I'm being hyperbolic, right? Yeah, like I'm 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 hesitating to say that it it is the best that Disney will ever make because I know that they will make other rides just as good, if not better, because that's just what they do: Imagineering, technology, things of that nature. But as of right now, from what I've experienced, granted, I haven't gone to any other of the parks around the world because I've heard that there's some other great rides like Pirates of the Caribbean out in Asia. You know, that is drop-dead gorgeous. I, I've actually watched a couple of walkthroughs there. I'm like, this is flipping insane. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I would love to go and do that and experience it. With Rise of Resistance, it, it does take you to a whole new level. And I think that the level it takes you to is a nice precursor to their Star Wars resort that they're about to open up, if that makes sense. It's a good pre- precursor. It gets you, it, it it envelops you into the Star Wars story. You're a part of it. Um, and like you said, with uh, Tower of Terror, it's all about the the story. You get wrapped up into it, and then it turns into a ride. With, so, yeah. Okay, go ahead. With Rise of Resistance, it's literally that as well, except it, 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 t- it, it just takes it to the next level. And I think Disney finally understood what they needed to do to make Star Wars Land so successful because I know it, it Star Wars Land um, Galaxy's Edge both uh, you know on on each coast had lackluster openings 
and I understand what they were trying to get at with, oh, let's make something completely new, let's uh, do something that continues the story of the Resistance, like, oh, this is a new um, hideout for the Resistance from the Empire, we've never seen it before, it's like we're a part of the Resistance. I get that, but there is a factor of, hey, the fans, guests at Disney want to be able to um, step into something that they are familiar with, things that they've seen on the screen. And I think that's what the Wizarding World of Harry Potter did so well, was they literally recreated you know, so many iconic sets and scenes from those films, and they placed it into a theme park. And that's what I loved about it because I knew, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not as big of a Harry Potter fan as you, Chris, but I definitely felt like I was a part of the movie or that franchise. With Rise of Resistance, they, I think, sort of latched on to that theme and said, okay, we're going to put you guys into the universe, into a movie that you know, that you've already seen, that has, of course, Disney's stamp on it. Is is the ride actually I've heard rumors and I don't know if this is true is the ride actually like 20 minutes long yes yeah from is it longer than 20 minutes um you know it it's funny I was like I'm really curious to see how long it actually is just because like I want to time it but when I'm on the ride like I just I get lost in it and I'm just along for the experience that before I know it like it's it's done but it it definitely takes time um, from the queue. I, th I think they were saying from pre-show to when you step off of the ride. Yeah, it's like 20 to 28 minutes. And uh, that is, that it definitely feels Half like an long. hour? Yeah. And it, it's so worth it. It's, it it's worth so taking worth a half it. hour out of my day plus whatever, how long it's, it's meant to, I have to yes. wait. Well, here's the cool thing that they did with Rise of Resistance, they actually do not offer fast passes for Rise of Resistance. Well, that sucks. Not really. With the way that they uh, develop this new method of riding Rise of Resistance. Uh, so basically, um, it's all now done on your mobile phone. You have to have the My Disney Experience app. Um, and you have to be there at rope drop. So whenever Hollywood Studios is opening, you have to be there. You have to be in the park. And right when it it uh, like the like the clock hits rope drop, that's when you have to go into the app, select Rise of Resistance, and hit um, get a boarding pass. And everybody's on their phone, and so it's like luck of the draw, you know. And so many it, then all around you, you you see people like cheering like, oh I got boarding group number five which means okay well, you're about to go on in like the next 10 minutes and then other people like oh I got boarding group 95 if you get a boarding group that's further down uh, a higher number you um, then are essentially given a two-hour window to get back to Hollywood Studios to ride it so you always have to have your phone with you and um, they send you ping notifications saying oh boarding group uh, number you know 40 is now available and if you're 95 you can look at like your, your little um, loading droid it says okay you know like your your boarding pass is getting ready um, it's getting prepared I, 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 I do like that but again it's like you go to Hollywood Studios and you sort of want to stay there 
and then you can say, okay, I'm done. I, let me go to a different park. So um, for me, uh, I went on Rise of Resistance twice in my most recent trip. And both of the times that I, me and my dad, we got into Hollywood Studios at Rope Drop and we were like one of the first people that seemed to hit get boarding pass, but our uh, passes were 81 and 95 respectively. So um, I think when they start stopping the boarding pass, um, I guess, uh, uh, delivery is I think around maybe 150 or so. Yeah, so for us with 81, we were ready to go by like 2 p.m. So it wasn't a horrible wait. Um, the, and uh, when you do get in, like when you do get called, again, like I said, you have a two hour window to go back and ride it. When you walk into the queue, since they've, they're already limiting the amount of people with the boarding passes, the line seems to go by so quickly. Like you're, you're, it's, it's, it's never a blockbuster. You're always current, like always walking. So it doesn't feel like you're wasting time or it's really boring. And then before you know it, you are in the pre-show uh, with BB-8 and then- Hey, don't give anything away. I know, I know, I know. So I, it's great what they do with the animatronics, what they do with the technology there. And every spot you go to after that, they just up it to the next level. And when you think that they can't outdo themselves, they 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 do it um, a million times a over. A million times over, yeah. Where it just it blows your mind. And my jaw literally dropped probably five times during that ride. Like it was insane to be able to experience that. And it just gave me such a rush, even though it's not like a huge, um, a, a huge uh, adrenaline rush like rock and roller coaster. It's just so many things are happening at you, and you're in this experience. Um, yeah, you definitely feel like you're a part of the Star Wars universe, which is just so amazing. Like, I I wish <laughs> I could tell you a, like the step by step process nope, of this ride step step. i know i i wish so hard but i know that holding my tongue and waiting for you to go it will um provide you like enjoyment in spades so i've seen small things okay like like what kind of small like if you could like um like uh like watch mojo um oh, okay. like top rides or sure. um, DFB things so it's like they show little trailer things but they don't show you like walkthroughs and I've specifically tried to stay away from looking at walkthroughs yeah um, don't same, do that don't fall into that because there were certain things that you couldn't do a walkthrough like Flight of Passage you could not do a walkthrough True. because they made you put your phone away yep because you could like on the actual ride simulator you could not do it you, you physically can't. could not lift your hand up and do it yeah, the way they have positioned can't. And it wouldn't make sense because you need to have those glasses on for Flight of Passage. So that's why I don't think um, um, Rise of the Resistance, I know that you can have all that. So I'm kind of like, okay, don't don't look at anything. You can resist it. Don't do it. So that's what, kind of where I'm at right now. So, uh, Greg, did you have any other, any other overall like general thoughts about the ride? Ooh. Um. Really quick. I think that ride saved Star Wars Land for me. Really? 
yes, I was, I've, I've mentioned this before, it was a letdown for me um, as a huge Star Wars fan. I really wanted it to work, and I was trying to figure out, or trying to point out, oh hey, this is what they put in, this is what they're doing, appreciate that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, they could have gone in such a different, better direction. I mean, heck, they shouldn't have added it on to a pre-existing park. They should have made a brand new standalone park just for Star Wars. Because, like, look at the content that they have. Look at what they could create. And I'm standing by that. They should have just taken, like, maybe an extra year or two and developed a full-fledged park. They still have a ton of space down in Florida to do another park. Uh, I think Star Wars would have been a very good... Um, option for them. I mean, granted, they have other um, types of uh, content, like Pixar. A Pixar park would be great, but I don't want to get off on, on too big of a tangent. So, um, Rise of Resistance definitely saved Star Wars Land for me. Awesome. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our top five Hollywood studio rides, MGM studio we rides. Yes, MGM Studios. <laughs> So it has been a great time talking about that. We will get more in more in depth into um, Rise of the Resistance after I do that ride in September. So I know you guys are going to have to wait. I'm sorry about that. But I, I want to have a good comparison discussion, you know, when Greg talks about something, I can, I can relate to that. So I want to be able to wait before we do any kind of review on that ride. Um, Overall, I think everything we hit on was great. So, Greg, where can people find us? Well, you can find us, um, of course, on Spotify for this boss for this podcast for, on iTunes, and also Anchor, which is um, our host site where we drop all these wonderful episodes. But if you do want to follow us and find us on social media, we are on Facebook, uh, just My Disney Addiction Podcast. On Twitter, our handle is at MyDisneyAddicts. And then finally, for in Instagram, it's My underscore Disney underscore Addiction underscore Podcast. It's a mouthful, but our gram is worth a follow. Oh, yeah. Boom. So there's a couple other things that I did want to mention. Uh, first is during the month of March, we are going to be doing a giveaway, giveaway. at the end of the month. Um, so we want you guys to be a part of it. We want to, you know, enter you in on the giveaway. So if you guys could, when we post things, whether that's pictures, uh, videos, whatever the case is, if you could share that post and tag a friend or family member in your post. If you do that, we will then enter you in to receive the um, giveaway that we are doing. And... Specifically, the um, we're going to give a picture down the road of what the giveaway will be when we get to that month of March. But we want you guys to be a part of that and share, like, comment, subscribe. But specifically, share, tag a friend, family member, and you'll be entered in to be a part of that giveaway. Also, this year, uh, not this year, uh, this next month in March, we are going to be starting a YouTube channel as well. What? So our podcast will be on YouTube. Not only be... do you have audio, you have video now. Yeah, for us. Um, yeah, we're gonna. You're gonna have to look at us. It's a thing. 
Hopefully mm, you'll enjoy boy. it. It's going to be interesting. Yes. All right. So we are good to go, I think, for this episode. Greg, did you have any other thoughts or anything? you got to have think... at least a Disney quote for me here. You know it. You know I'm prepared. I think this one's a good one to end on. So this one is, of course, said by Walt Disney himself. He has a lot of great quotes here, but this one I think really um, stood out to me just because it resonates. Laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age. And dreams are forever. It's very positive, uplifting. I'm down with that. Yep. And uh, that's what life's all about. Just, Just keep moving forward. Have fun. And don't let anyone stomp on your dreams. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. It has been a good time. And we will see you guys next time on My Disney Addiction Podcast. Yes, and don't forget, this is your only place to get your Disney fix. was a Titan Cast episode.